Indeed, it is that time to look at the day's developments on the market. It's mostly green with the all-share financials, industrials and the top 40 ending the day up. But resources and gold end the day down in the red. Haryana Capital Advisors founder Petri Redelinges joins us on the line. Good evening, Petri. Good evening, Timisang. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for your time. Talk us through the day's market developments. What happened? Well, uh, a couple of very confusing things happened. One, the RAND firmed up yeah. uh, quite a bit, so about a percent stronger. Now, uh, it sort of did start the day off uh, somewhat stronger, ranging between uh, about 30 basis points and half a percent for most of the time. Uh, and then in the late afternoon, it turned up all the way, it traded all the way below 14 RAND, actually. It was uh, 1398, 1396 at the strongest that I saw it. Um, and we're not really sure why. It was just a very quick move in the space of an hour that the RAND got just really very strong. And I think that, um, you know, from what I can tell, most people are sort of just attributing it to, um, you know, favorable emerging market conditions or sentiment towards emerging markets, uh, creating a bit of capital flows into emerging markets. Um, Whether or not there was some other catalyst that that I may have missed or haven't seen, uh, I'm unsure. But for, you know, most of the traders and and people that I've spoken to didn't have... uh, didn't really have a clear idea of why it was performing so very well. But you know, I suppose we're not complaining. What we saw as a result of that, uh, you've mentioned it already, financials, industrials, and retailers performed really, really well. And, of course, uh, with, uh, with uh, strengthening RAND, RAND hedges and commodity stocks obviously coming under a little bit of pressure. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see what happens, uh, what happens in terms of the currency uh, in the weeks to come. I think a lot of focus still uh, with for South Africa is, of course, the ratings outlook uh, yes. that we will know on the 24th of this month, as well as the ANC elect conference, who will be the successor uh, to Jacob Zuma in terms of uh, who's in charge of the ruling party. I think that uh, those two things will become more and more important as we get closer to those dates. Now tell us about NASPERS looking to list some shares in London. Yeah, so NASPERS currently uh, is listed in Johannesburg and has something called an American Depository Receipt uh, that trades in New York. Uh, what an American Depository Receipt is just for explanation purposes. It's basically uh, a special purpose vehicle that's created uh, that owns only one particular stock, in this case NASPERS, and then that special purpose vehicle uh, is called an American Depository Receipt uh, and is listed on the American Stock Exchange or on a stock exchange. Um, and then you can for a, you can buy a company uh, by proxy, if that makes sense. So I can buy shares. If I'm an American, I can buy exposure to NASPERS for buying the ADR because for every ADR share I own, I you know it equals one, um, one NASPERS share because the only thing that that ADR owns is, of course, NASPERS. So they're taking a similar route to be able to um, list some shares in, uh, in, uh, the, on the London exchange by means of ADR, American Depository Receipt. Um, and it's going to, I think they're going to list something like 163,000 shares in the mm-hmm. beginning. Uh, they've got approval to go up to just under 300,000 shares. So what this is probably going to do, it means they can uh, raise a bit of capital over there, not that they really need it, but they can also... Um, you know, they can also uh, gain access into uh, a much bigger market. It lifts the profile of NASPERS. It's a very good move, I think. Uh, and I think that what we're starting to see is that NASPERS maybe have, uh, you know, outgrown uh, the South African market. It's getting a little too big for us, and it needs 
more liquidity from different places. So mm. from my perspective, this is a very good move for the share price. Uh, we do have a major discount um, if you compare uh, Nasdaq, the value of the share here versus the value of the share uh, or the, the value of its investment in 10 cents. Uh, and with the London listing, because there are no real other uh, big tech companies that they can choose from to buy or, or to invest in, they now have an avenue to get invested into Nasdaq which is uh, arguably one of the biggest tech companies in the world, considering it owns a massive stake in the biggest company in China, which is Tencent, which is a tech company. Uh, I think that this could be very positive for the share price in the, in the, in the medium term. Uh, and I mean, even on a day like today, where it ends at absolute record highs again, just absolutely smashing the records uh, once again, uh, to continue to be bullish on it might seem contrarian, but I'll tell you, uh, you know, if you look at what its investments are worth uh, and where share price is, it is actually undervalued. And this might be leading to a bit of a value unlock um, for the NASDAQ shareholders. You know, that you can get a bit of a, uh, a rapid uh, share price appreciation. Not only that, also at 10 past five, uh, they released a trading statement. Yeah. Um, you know, around their earnings and, and, and whatnot. So uh, they're expecting their earnings per share to be up somewhere between 92 and 98% uh, compared to the previous comparable six months. Uh, and headline earnings per share to be up somewhere between 62 and 67%. So I'm not really too sure what the expectations were. I mean, I think after the 10 cent results we saw on Wednesday, the expectations were already pretty high. Um, so, you know, that might be a further tailwind on Monday morning uh, for the share price. We'll, we'll have to see. I mean, I know when the announcement was made at 2.30 this afternoon that the share will be listing or that they'll be listing an ADR in London. Yeah. The share price reacted very, very strongly to that. Uh, and I think that we'll probably see a continuation of that. Maybe not in the immediate short term. I mean, expect it to continue to be volatile. But uh, over the sort of medium term, the next six months, 12 months, I think it's going to, to lead to, uh, you know, even happier days for NASDAQ shareholders. Very positive developments there. Lastly, talk us through the latest developments from the China Central Bank. So, uh, boring news, I suppose. Boring news is uh, not, all, you know, it doesn't always make the headlines, doesn't always catch everyone's attention. But basically what China did is they are leaving their monetary policy uh, for the moment unchanged, which is sort of still com- uh, 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 accommodative. Uh, and sort of loose monetary policy in order for them to get their economy to continue growing. So they're not making any rash changes, which I suppose would be more sensational news. But uh, this sort of, call it the boring news, is actually very good news because China is in a space where their commodity or where their um, economy is busy recovering. And this, of course, is very good for commodity prices uh, as well as sort of the global economy, considering they are the biggest consumer of uh, and producer of many, many uh, commodities and final products. So leading their uh, monetary policy unchanged at this point means that they are sort of taking the stance that they will continue to support their economy and continue to, to try and get it to grow uh, in a balanced and uh, uh, a manner and in a way that they can get growth back above 7%, GDP growth back above 7% per annum. Um, and this, I think, bodes really well for global markets as well as for, for commodity prices. So even though commodity prices, the commodity stocks here are down, uh, when the U.S. session opened, commodity prices actually started lifting quite, quite nicely. Of course, the, the RAND strengthening up a little bit against some of our commodity stocks. But overall, uh, commodity prices on the back of this Chinese news could continue their sort of slow and steady increase over the next 12 months.
We'll leave it there for this evening. Thank you so much for your input. Heriana Capital Advisors founder Petri Riedelinger is with the day's market wrap.